The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. While you're getting in touch with them, uh, I want to talk about heating bills this winter. Something we've talked a lot about on the show. We've talked about it in the context of businesses. We've talked about it in the context of the family home. But what about the classroom and the school's heating bills? Well, Noel Loftus is a principal in St. Attractus National School in Balahadreen. And Noel, you're very welcome to the show. Um, I mean, how are you dealing with the likelihood of huge bills coming at the moment uh, in the well, context of COVID advice, which suggests you need to keep windows open. Absolutely, Karen. Well, it's not a case of how we're likely to deal with them because all, we're already beginning to deal with them. I'll give you some facts. Our kerosene, heating oil bill, now we're a reasonably large school, lots of different buildings spread out. It's an old enough campus. But our heating bill last year was €19,000. And that €19,000 is reflective of COVID, where windows are kept open, ventilation. Our heating bill, talking to our oil supplier now in the last uh, week, it's likely, based on the increase in price of oil, that we're going to be paying anything up between thirty-five to 40000 this year. And that's reflected in, I was just going back on the figures, August 2021, per litre, we paid 70 cent. Just there in August 2022, a refill before we went back to school, one forty-five. That's or doubled the price. And considering the fact that that 19,000 reflects a mild winter, um, we're look, we don't know what to expect next. And Kieran, it's not just in terms of our heating, the electricity bills. I'll give you an example. Our school is closed, obviously, July and August, but we run some summer camps and there's always bits and pieces going on in the school, like maintenance. It was uh, €900 Euro this year. It was €600 Euro this time last year for the July-August. Mm. That's a 33% increase. And, you know, we're looking at... The dreadful thing for us, Karen, is we're about to come out of our electricity contract next month and we're going to revert to standard charges where I'm already beginning to see that electricity charges nationwide are going up up to 65%. So we're, we're dreading um, the next uh, electricity so, bill, September, October. So you, you already, before the electricity hike kicks in for you, you're already faced with needing between 16 and 21,000 euro extra for the kerosene Correct. bill. Correct. Where are you going to get it? Well, there's a thing, and Karen, before we even leave in terms of looking at where we're going to get it, there's also the fact that it's not just the energy costs that are escalating in the school. I mean, in terms of services, basic things like photocopy or waste disposal cleaning, stationery, all that has gone up. And I mean... A school is very much like a home or a small business. You're trying to manage your income and expenditure all of the time, but it's becoming increasingly more difficult. So yeah. to answer your question, where we're going to get it? Well, the government provides us with um, the Department of Education uh, capitation grant, which runs to €183 Euro per pupil, which is very welcome, but the fact is that it's just uh, reaching the point where that's stretched to the point that it's no longer able to meet what it's meant to meet, which are the fundamentals of life, heating, insurance and day-to-day expenses in and the school. No, no I, 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 possibly I should have asked, no, because, you know, there, there'd be people maybe unfamiliar with how schools pay for these bills. There might be an assumption that all the bills just go to the Department of Education yeah, and so, they get pilled so, there. So, that, that's not how it works. No, so schools are given uh, a grant and very much that grant is based on the number of pupils they have. Mm. And that's the case in terms of this capitation grant. So the capitation grant, for want of a better word, is your is your day-to-day expenditure in terms of services like light and heat and insurance. And that runs to €183 Euro per pupil for a primary school. A good 
considerably more for post-primary school, but that's another day's um, discussion. But for a primary school, and out of that, we have to manage um, our, fund, our, our expenditure on those items. Now, we would receive grants for other items, but we're told by the financial watchdog, as it were, for the Department of Education, which is the Financial Support Services Unit, that we're not to spend grants on anything other than what they're identified for. So, for instance, I receive a grant of JESH funding. JESH should be for disadvantaged target pupils in our school. Am I going to go along and break that into that grant and have to take some of that money for children that would have been in terms of extracurricular activities, yeah. additional resources? These, these are some of the stark um, um, realities that schools... No, how, how many students are in your school? Just under 300. Yes. I mean, so th- th- like a quick calculate. There's a little over fifty grand in the capitation. You just told me the kerosene bill alone might be forty grand. That's right. See, this is what we're looking at. And then, Karen, also the fact that because of the, our context, we don't collect what's called a well. People are very familiar with it: the parent voluntary contribution. Mm. So, our board of management, we decided we're not going to collect that. Also, we don't intend to go down the road of any fundraising because the high costs that are being uh, borne by the school are being very much borne by parents in the wider community. So I think it would be very unfair to go for those same families who are struggling to meet their day-to-day costs and expect to meet the costs that are this being presented in the school. Um, but, I mean, in the short term, I suppose we're taking measures ourselves, you know, in terms of awareness lessons in the classroom or out energy. We have our energy detective in terms of turning off lights and so mm. on. Sixth class, you know continuing in their projects on exploring the cost of living crisis. And we ourselves then at board and management level, trying to do everything we can to bring down the costs, we engaged in a lengthy um, e-tender procurement process there during the summer to try and get better value for our caretaking. Um, but it, that all takes time. It's, 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 it's time consuming, but it's, it's, it's um, the route that schools have no option to take. And, I mean, I hear about, you know, people could argue, well, why don't you reduce your heat in your classrooms? You said it very well, Karen, at the start. I mean, COVID is there. And we, a lot of our classrooms have lots of pupils and they're quite small in size. And we are not going to compromise on children's health and safety. We will continue with the COVID ventilation advice. And that will mean that heating will continue to run in the school. How yeah. long will it run? Will it run for the full day? I'm not sure. But it's, it, these, are that, these are the questions we now face. Will we leave it on two hours? Will we put it on again an hour after the break? But we're, one thing I would say, Karen, is we're not going to compromise on the fundamentals of lighting and heating because ultimately, unless you have a classroom that's conducive to learning and teaching, it's not a place... No. Well, well, no, no, when I when I when I was in national school, it's a long time ago, and the boiler was broken, you were sent home for the day. I mean, that was the reality. There was just an acceptance that you can't have tiny little kids shivering uh, during during the day in school. It's not safe and it's not right. Um, Paul Moroni is with us as well. He's a principal in Scarty Glen National School in Kerry. Paul, are you facing similar problems? Yeah, hi, Kieran. Yes, we're facing pretty much the most captured or our problems are quite eloquently. We're, we're suffering the same uh, difficulties at the moment. With we'll say, for example, our heating oil has has gone up same as Kieran. It's um, old 115 percent in the past year. Um, electricity has gone up 35 percent. You know, we're also competing with inflation at nine percent as well. Just the day-to-day running costs. Uh, and I, I think something that probably is the major issue at primary levels. 
the buildings, like we've 1,300, a majority of those are very old buildings. Yeah. They're, they're not energy efficient. You know, we're talking about some glazed windows, not well insulated. So even if you have the heat on, sometimes it's flying straight out through the Yeah, and, 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 and I'm sure lots of other people as well, yeah, will, will, will uh, be reminded of their own school days in those school buildings and they still exist. Uh, apologies, the, the, the line wasn't great there. I just want to go back to Noel, though, um, uh, before we uh, move on. I mean, Noel, have you or your kind of principal association groups been onto the department looking for a kind of an emergency increase in capitation funds? Has there been yeah. any response? No. The, the management body for our schools would be in um, negotiation and have uh, raised this at national level in terms of the need to increase that capitation grant from €183 Euro by up to 50% to try and recognise the fact that schools are in this crisis that they're in. But equally, what I have to say is the Department of Education, you know, I want to compliment them on COVID and the COVID grants that were provided in terms of cleaning and PPE. They were very welcome, and the, the department more than stood their ground and, and provided funding to schools to address the COVID issue in schools. Now we're calling on the department to do something similar because we have the similar, we have a crisis in schools, mm. a crisis that needs to be addressed before it escalates. Because remember, Karen, well, I'm talking to you at the end of September. Who knows what our winter is going to bring? And yeah. uh, we need to be proactive about this because schools um, have to stay open. We want to stay open. And uh, and uh, we need support from central government laws to do that. Well, listen, uh, Noel, I don't think you have to be an accountant to realise uh, what the problem is. Uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, Noel Loftus is a principal uh, in St. Attractus National School in Balahadreen and 80% up to about 80% of the capitation grant they get from the government to run the school is going to go on their kerosene bill alone. And that's before you factor in the cost of turning on and off a single light bulb. Noel, a pleasure and thanks a million for speaking to us. Noel Loftus, like I say, principal there in Balahadreen and Paul Moroni was with us as well, who's the school principal in Scarta Glen National School in County Kerry. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.